When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better. It's Freddie and Harry. He is Harry Douglas. I am Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us as we are presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series so X from Channel 80 and always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. We're going to do a little chance or no chance when it comes to these contenders in the AFC trying to be in the playoff race and maybe win the whole thing. We'll do that in a couple of seconds. But according to ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter, the Seattle Seahawks about to play a home game tomorrow night against the San Francisco 49ers, part of three games on Thursday's Thanksgiving Day. Geno Smith, the quarterback, questionable. Running back Kenneth Walker, doubtful, Harry, for tomorrow night's game at home with the 12th man in Seattle versus the 49ers. Yeah, right now it's looking like Drew Locke is going to be starting that game for the Seattle Seahawks. Kenneth Walker Jr., that's a uh, – Kenneth Walker the third. excuse me, mm-hmm. that's a tough loss for them. They do have Charbonnet, who came out of UCLA, who, who's running the football effectively for them. But you, you talk about two of your best players offensively going against that San Francisco 49ers defense mm-hmm. that has really shown the last two games that that three-game skid that they had, that was a mistake. Especially when they got back to who they are. Yep. And that is and it all starts with their defense. When their defense is playing on the other side of the line of scrimmage and they are just stopping your running game and knocking around your quarterback and getting off the field and getting the ball back for their offense, they got back to that identity. If they stay with that identity, they're looking like the team that I saw them went five and zero, and Harry, not the team I saw that lost three straight games where I thought the Vikings, the Bengals, and the Browns kind of were able to eat at that identity and reduce that effectiveness of the San Francisco 49ers. And, Freddie, I will reiterate what I said earlier. This is a scary moment for the Seattle Seahawks. And uh, Mm -hmm. within their dreams of making the playoffs in 2023, Mm -hmm. their next four opponents, they have San Francisco twice. They have the Dallas Cowboys, and they also have the Philadelphia Eagles, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, you are are correct. So – Right now they're six and four. They can easily in the next four weeks be six and eight and sitting in a bad spot and not looking bright when it comes to a playoff berth. You mentioned schedules, and I'm glad you mentioned about the Seattle Seahawks. You mentioned 49ers tomorrow night at home, then home versus Thursday. 49ers tomorrow night at home, then at the Dallas Cowboys, at San Francisco, then home versus Philadelphia. Yeah, we're gonna find out a lot about the Seattle Seahawks, especially yep. if they don't have their quarterback when it comes to Geno Smith and not. Looks like they got that running back, Kenneth Walker the fourth, at that position tomorrow night when they play at home versus San Francisco. So we're not going to say that they have a chance or don't have a chance. We're going to have to wait and see tomorrow when it comes to Seattle. But on the AFC side, we're going to do a little chance or no chance for playoff contenders based on their following games to end the regular season. And we start the best team in the AFC in terms of record, the Baltimore Ravens. They are 8-3. and three. They're at the Chargers. They have a bye week. They'll win that. Home versus the Rams. At the Jacksonville Jaguars. At the San Francisco 49ers. Home versus Miami. And at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Even with that, Joe Fortenball from Carlin versus Joe. Monday through Friday on ESPN Radio from noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time. He says the Ravens have no excuse to not get to the Super Bowl, even with that schedule in the middle. 
Baltimore's playing one game in a 23-day stretch at the most important juncture of the season where they can get rested between November and December. There's nothing in the way. He's got his contract. He's got his new offensive coordinator. He's got weapons. None of the top guns around him are as strong as they've been in years past. What's standing in the way? This is the year we can look at Lamar Jackson and say, now's the time you got to deliver, man. In the past, we've had excuses. We've blamed the OC. We've talked about the competition being too tough. We've talked about all these different reasons why it's okay that he hasn't made a deep run. If he's a star franchise guy, which I believe he is, this is the year he delivers on that. To that point, if not now, when? If not this team in Baltimore, then who? Well, I think you said it better right there. Like, if not now, when? And I think when you look at the AFC and how there's so much parity this season, you look at the Kansas City Chiefs and the wide receiver struggles that they've been able to have this year. You look mm-hmm. at the Buffalo Bills, even though I still believe they have a chance to right a lot of the wrongs that they have showcased this season. Also, you look at the Baltimore Ravens, and I always thought as long as you had Lamar Jackson healthy, you had an opportunity to contend for a championship. Right. And I think when you look at their next four games – Three of the next four are on the road. And I understand that you have a long span where they can get guys healthy, but they got to go to Los Angeles and play the Chargers. They got to go to Jacksonville. They got to go to the West Coast again and play the San Francisco 49ers. If they can be three and one within that stretch, they're sitting in a prime position. Yes, I give them a great chance to get out of the AFC and get to the Super Bowl. But if not now, when? If not them, then who? Meanwhile, in Kansas City, I know they're smarting from Monday night's loss. And Marquez Valdez-Scanling, by the way, big ups to him. He didn't worry about deactivating his social media handle. He said, you know what? Give it to me. I got to be better. I got to be better my quarterback. No pause. Just make sure that you understand that I'm working my you-know-what off to make sure those kind of things don't happen again. If anything favors Kansas City, where I still believe they're going to be the number one seed in the AFC, Raiders, they always beat them. Green Bay Packers. I know both those games in a row. If anything, getting away from Kansas City, they have no money, and that may be the best thing for them. Home versus Buffalo, that's not going to be an easy game no matter what Buffalo's trying to overcome. At the Patriots, they'll quit by then. Home versus the Raiders, they never lose to them. Home versus Cincinnati without Joe Burrow. And then at the Los Angeles Chargers, we don't know what that's going to look, like, look like at the end of the year. So, yeah, great chance for Kansas City. That schedule is definitely a favor that if they can fix that wide receiver issue, they got plenty of games and not worthy opponents where it may not hurt them as much as it hurt them on Monday night versus Philadelphia. Yeah, I have a lot of faith in the Kansas City Chiefs. I think one of the things that has really surprised a lot of people this season is their defense and the level that they're playing at. This is the best defense that Patrick Mahomes uh, has had since he became the starting quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, The way they attack certain things and – Take away your number one options it has been eye-opening for me. And I think we got to give Steve Spagnola a lot of credit as a defensive mm-hmm. coordinator having this unit playing excellent football. Yeah, I knew they were going to be good defensively. They're playing at an elite level. Yeah, they're they really, playing great really right yeah. now. I mean, at all three different levels. Defensive line, linebackers, in the secondary, scheme, the whole shebang-a-bang. I didn't and think, their young guys are really stepped up, too. Second, third-year yeah. players defensively. But look at all the guys they've hit, in, especially in the secondary. When it comes to all those guys they hit on in the NFL draft, they didn't have to go out and reach and get somebody in free agency. They trusted that the guys they brought in that they drafted would fit what they do. So far, so good the last couple of years, especially this year, with that Chiefs defense. I want to say the Jaguars have a chance. I don't know if I still trust them, Harry. They're at Houston, home versus Cincinnati, at the Browns, home versus the Ravens, at Tampa Bay, home versus Carolina. They'll win that one at the Tennessee Titans. I believe they're as good as their record at 7-3. and three. 
but I'm not going to give them a chance that they can have a deep playoff run and at worst get to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, they have a four-game stretch that I think is a gauntlet. When you mentioned the Texans, the Bengals, even though they lost Joe Burrow, that's still going to be a tough game for Jacksonville. At Cleveland, then you got Lamar Jackson and company. Now the last three, things get a little easier with the Buccaneers, Panthers, and at Tennessee. But for Jacksonville, right now, you kind of want to put a stretch together where you're playing great football. I think they had won five in a row, if I'm not mistaken, before they lost to the San Francisco 49ers. But you want to put together another win streak. And if they can't do that and things are, 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 are spiraling downward, mm-hmm. I don't have faith in this football team entering the playoffs if they get there. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie coming together and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio doing a little chance, no chance when it comes to certain AFC teams. I want to give the Cleveland Browns a chance. Having a rookie quarterback scares me, Harry. You're going to be there on Sunday in Denver when they take on the Denver Broncos. That team is definitely ascending. They have the Los Angeles Rams. Devoid of talent, but they're going to fight you for 60 minutes. Home versus Jacksonville. Then he got the Bears. Should be a win. At Houston. Won't be easy. Home versus the Jets. Should be a win. And at the Cincinnati Bengals. I want to give them a chance, but I'm going to say no chance in terms of having a deep playoff run because that rookie quarterback scares me to death. Yeah, I believe they're going to make the playoffs, but at some point you're going to need your quarterback to be the difference maker. Absolutely. Right? You're going to need your your quarterback. Let's just say hypothetically you're going up against the Kansas City Chiefs where their defense is excellent as well as yours, uh, Cleveland. You're going to need your quarterback to be the difference maker and to be the equalizer when it comes to that. I don't have faith in them right now in those regards. I believe they will make the playoffs, but when it comes to a deep playoff run, I think that's when you need the excellent play from the quarterback position, and I don't know if they're going to be able to have that. Well, I'm going to let Harry, I'm going to cede him the ground on this one because I know he believes the Houston Texans, they have that chance in the AFC. Yeah, I, I think they have an opportunity to make it to the second round. Okay. okay. I think they have opportunity to make it to the second round. I do believe the Houston Texans are going to win that division, the All AFC right. South. I like where this team is defensively, and they're another one that has a lot of young guys offensively. They have a lot of young guys defensively, but they have some veterans sprinkled in that mix and mingle well with their young players. I just think being able to get to the playoffs and being ahead of schedule for D'Amico Ryans, that's going to be a plus moving forward. C.J. Stroud playing unbelievable football. Had some turnovers last week, but didn't let it affect him. Yeah. And still, you know, faced the adversity and came out with the victory. This game versus the Jacksonville Jaguars is going to tell us everything that we need to know mm-hmm. about the Houston Texans moving forward this season. The Pittsburgh Steelers may have fired the offensive coordinator. I give, I'm giving them no chance. This is when we're going to start, I think, start to see the Steelers really kind of fall back a little bit. Right now they're in the seventh spot in the AFC. They're at Cincinnati, home versus the Arizona Cardinals, home versus the Patriots, at the Indianapolis Colts, home versus the Bengals, then at Seattle, then at Baltimore. The schedule is not that bad. I just wonder if they can figure out Kenny Pickett. What they have been able to do has gotten them to this point. Good on them. I'm still going to say no chance for the Steelers to get the playoffs. You said it for me. Um, I don't trust Kenny Pickett. And for him to be the age that he is, older than normal young quarterbacks in the National Football League, I don't think he has progressed in the manner that he should have progressed by now. You look at guys being wide open. He's not hitting them with the football. Mm-hmm. You had an opportunity to go down and win that game versus uh, the Cleveland Browns. You don't even look at, you know, George Pickens not one time. Things like that bother me because it's KYP, know your personnel, 
right? We talk about situational football and being able to deliver in, in certain moments. Well, I understand that you've had a few game-winning drives, Kenny Pickett, but you needed a big one in your division versus a divisional opponent, and you weren't able to capitalize and do that. So yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have faith in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I want to have faith, and I believe I have a little bit of faith in the Buffalo Bills. I think they flip-flop the Pittsburgh Steelers and get maybe that final spot, maybe even the sixth spot they can get over the Houston Texans. But then next three games, at Philly, mm. at Kansas City, home versus Dallas, and they're still breaking in a new offensive coordinator with Joe Brady taking the place of Ken Dorsey. This team is still talented. I have that belief because of their talent, and I think playing with a sense of urgency is going to help them. We'll find out after those first two games in the road at Philadelphia and at Kansas City. Yeah, I said last week they're in survival mode, survival of the fittest. The first test, they checked that off, right? They beat the Jets. Now you have to pay the Philadelphia Eagles, and you got to go to Philadelphia and actually do that. I think this team has an opportunity to still contend, Mm -hmm. but they're in survival mode. They have to go 2-1 and in the next three games. I don't believe they can go 1-2 and and have an opportunity. They must go 2-1. and He's Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us in this pre-Thanksgiving Eve on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Don't worry. We are going to do the NFC. That is going to come your way in about 45 minutes when it comes to chance or no chance when it comes to the playoffs. But we bring back in Devin Kane, the pride of St. Bonaventure University, our producer today. We're going to do a little NFL real or fake. We want things as real as a Thanksgiving turkey, not like a tofu turkey. That's not the kind of real we're talking about. So who is the turkey in terms of real or a tofu turkey in terms of fake when it comes to the NFL? Devin Kane, the floor is yours on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Does anyone really like tofu turkeys? God, no. That's a, like, it's just a texture uh, thing no, for me. Yeah, it, uh, no, it's not turkey. No one can so, convince me that it is. It's all about that texture. Yeah, exactly. Never mind. All right, moving on. I will ask this. Are, are you guys fried turkey or not fried turkey fans? Well, I, I, I'm not a turkey fan, period. Okay, so you're out. Yes, I've, I've, yeah. I've had fried turkey. <laughs> fried turkey is amazing. Love fried you, you what? You, love you, you what? I love <laughs> <laughs> Bro, put your tongue back in your mouth, bro. Pause. <laughs> Ultimate pause. Devin, what hey, about you? Yo. Are you a fried turkey I had fan? fried turkey one time, and it was uh, delicious. Yes, it is. I haven't had it since. Yes, I want to, though. Yes, How delicious was it, Dev? Delicious. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I don't know why no. it makes me laugh so hard. I guarantee his kids are acting the exact same way as Harry is right Well, now. that's what my wife Probably. says. So my yeah. wife says the same thing. So she was like, you up here fussing at your kids. Mm-hmm. They're you. <laughs> the difference is you is an adult. They ain't. <laughs> she ha- well, she has three kids. She my wife really has three does. kids because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the third. Yeah, you, Prince, and Harrison. No well, I say four because my, ne- my nephew lives with us, so. Caleb, he's, he's so, so, so 16. I, out of those four kids involving you, your nephew, and your two kids, who is yeah. really the least mature? The least mature, me. Okay, I just wanted to make sure you understood yourself. <laughs> I wanted to make sure you're going to tell the truth and not try to tell a lie. Devin, let's do a little real or fake NFL style. What you got? All right, Freddie, first up, the Cowboys can still catch the Eagles in the NFC East, real or fake? Fake. The Eagles are hard to kill. They're hard to beat. Two-game advantage in that division. That's going to be hard to overcome. I, th- I think the Cowboys will beat them in Dallas, but it's going to be hard to catch the Eagles. I'm going to say that's fake. I'm going to go real, but it got harder 
when the Philadelphia Eagles just won that game at Kansas City. Now, we got to remember, they still have two tough games coming up. They have the Buffalo – well, three, I would say. Mm-hmm. The Buffalo Bills, San Francisco 49ers, and the Cowboys. But I, I still think it's real. It's just got a lot harder. Right. All right, Harry. Jordan Love is the QB of the future in Green Bay. Real or fake? So I'm going to go fake just because I don't know. Okay. I don't know because hmm. if we're talking about next year, I think he's going to be the quarterback next year. Right. But when we talk about future, I'm talking about the next – you know, probably two to four years, two to five years. Okay. I don't know that right now. Okay. I'm going to say real because they want to make sure that they let everybody know they made the right decision when it came to drafting him to be the Aaron parent, Aaron Rodgers, and then Aaron Rodgers was able to feel some sort of way, and now we had that ultimate divorce involving him and the Green Bay Packers. I'm going to say that he is the future quarterback in Green Bay, although it still bothers me that earlier this year they are talking about, well, in the next 10 games of Jordan Love – if you want to put motivation in front of somebody, there are better ways to do that with a quarterback really in his first year as a starting quarterback in Green Bay when it comes to Jordan Love. Freddie, the Lions are legitimate Super Bowl contenders, real or fake? Hmm. Right now I'm going to say fake. And I hate to say that, but I really don't hate to say that. And I know they're 8-2. and two. They have not been this good this late since 1962. But I've said it before and I'll say it again. When you are the hunted, it just feels different. It just looks different. And the Detroit Lions are really starting to find that out, that everybody is giving them their best shot instead of that being the other way around. That's not to say they're not a good football team or that they can't make a run. They have the personnel to do it. But I'm going to say it's fake because for the first time, maybe ever, this Lions team is the hunted and not the hunter. Yeah, it's hard for me to say in a legitimate way that the Detroit Lions are Super Bowl contenders when they haven't been in this situation in forever so long. (laughs) And I agree with you, Freddie. They have the makeup and the capability to have a deep playoff run and potentially make it to the Super Bowl. It's just that to say legitimate – we don't know if the moment is going to be too big for them when Absolutely. they get to that point. Absolutely. So for me not knowing that right now, I'm going to say fake. All right, HD, firing Matt Canada will provide a spark for the Steelers' offense, real or fake? Well, I'm going to go real because I don't think it could be any worse. <laughs> what I was witnessing this past weekend, and I, I can't believe I took my eyes to I told you all my son was watching games with me, and my son had to get my phone and go to, go to Netflix in the kids' version. Because he got tired of watching it. That's how bad it was. What he said, let's move on. <laughs> Freddie, the wide receiver position will cost the Chiefs in the playoffs. Real or fake? I'm going to say fake. And that's because I have too much blind faith or too much open eye faith when it comes to Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. I just firmly believe whatever has ailed this football team in the wide receiver position, 26 drops that this position has had. Clearly and far away the most in the National Football League. Maybe I just have way too much faith in Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and that offensive system. I'm going to say that that's fake, that it will cost the Chiefs in the playoffs. See, I'm going to go real. If these guys are having trouble catching the football when it's not cold outside, what in the hell make y'all think they go catch it when it's cold as I don't know what outside? I can't say that you're wrong. Like I said, <laughs> faith is things that you know you go out that are not seen. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I would also say this. It's not just the fact that they're dropping footballs. I think it's also the factor that the wide receivers and Patrick Mahomes seem not to be on the same page at all times. That's fair. That's another thing that also can cause them uh, when, when it gets to playoff time. 
HD, this is the last season Bill Belichick will be the head coach of the New England Patriots. Real or fake? Why you dropped the bombshell on me? You dropped the bomb on Harry. I'm going fake. Devin. I'm going fake. I think Bill going to be back next year. That's how I feel. I think he's going to be back. Well, before I give you my answer, reports are out that a Bill Belichick may play both quarterbacks, meaning Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones on Sunday when they take on the New York Giants. How about two star-crossed franchises now? Check out his back and forth with reporters on, hey, Bill, who's it going to be? Has the decision been made on the starting quarterback for this weekend? I've told all the players the same thing. Be ready to go. So, hopefully, they will be. Have you made a decision on the starting quarterback regardless yeah, of what I've told it? everybody to be ready to go. Yeah, but there's a difference. <clears throat> what are you telling them whether or not you made a decision? I'll let you know on Sunday. I'll let you know on Sunday, which means that he's not going to let you know on Sunday. You'll find out on Sunday, but he's not going to let you know. I'm with you, Harry. It's fake. I don't think Bill Belichick won his football epitaph in New England to be the 2023 season and all how everything has unraveled all over the place in the pages. I'm with you. He is not going to want to go out on his shield like that. A right, couple more, Freddie. Right. Baltimore Ravens will end up being the number one seed in the AFC, real or fake? I'm going to say that's real. I think this is finally the year that Kansas City, Kansas City, will not be hosting AFC championship game if they get the AFC Championship game, I think they'll be on the road in Baltimore. So, yeah, I think that's real. I think the Ravens have that kind of look about them. Now, will they beat Kansas City? If they both mean the AFC Championship game, we'll see. But, yeah, I'll say that's real. Yeah, I'm going to go real, too. It's not like the Baltimore Ravens haven't had the number one seat before while Patrick Mahomes was a starting quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Remember, they lost to the Titans. That's when Derrick Henry went on over there. And, what's the M&T Bank Stadium? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. had a yeah. nice yeah. little yeah. game against the number one seeded yeah. Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, yeah. he mashed and taught that behind <laughs> M&T. Yes, he, he did. He M&T'd him that way. Let's put it that way. Pause. <laughs> I'm surprised it took that long. I know. <laughs> Seriously. I put it on a tee for you. You guys missed the fairway completely. Last one, HD. Dak Prescott is playing the best football of his career, real or fake? Ah. <sighs> I don't know. I'm trying to, you know, mm-hmm. match his career in my head right now. Mm-hmm. I'll say it's fake because the best he's ever played, in my opinion, was his rookie season. I was just about to say his rookie year, right? His, his rookie year, he was dynamite. Not saying he's been awful since then, but his rookie year was fantastic. I'll say that's fake. Yeah, and I lean with my boy Freddie. Yeah, that's fake on that one. Although, I will say, it, this keeps up. And they put the ball in his hands when it Uh-oh. comes to Mike McCarthy. Things could look a lot better. Dak attack! Dallas Cowboys, yeah. We'll see if that Dak attack will not get an attack in the playoffs like we've seen before <laughs> with him and the Dallas Cowboys. Real versus Fake brought to you by Real Christmas Trees. Get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying Real Christmas Trees at Lowe's or wherever Real Christmas Trees are sold. For more information, visit GetRealKeepItReal.com. That is GetRealKeepItReal.com. We're going to keep it real when it comes to the rankings and how Ohio State may get in no matter what happens on Saturday versus Michigan when they play in the big house. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. This is Freddie Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. It is the Wednesday Groovathon known as Freddie and Harry. Presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Sirius X and Channel 80. And always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. She is not a guest. She's an SOS sister of the show. She is Heather Dennis. Does a great job as an ESPN Cosmo reporter. Also a great follow on Twitter at CFB Heather. Heather, we have the top four teams. Washington, number four. Michigan, number three. Ohio State, number two. Georgia, number one. Washington jumped Florida State to get into that number four spot. The Seminoles without Jordan Travis, the outstanding quarterback, at number five. What did you think about the latest rankings that happened last night? It didn't surprise me at all. That's what I thought that they were going to do. But I think it's important people understand that the committee moved Washington based on what Washington has done, not the injury to Jordan Travis. So we're talking about three wins against CFP top 25 teams, finally playing a strong defensive performance, which is something the committee had been looking for. For four quarters, they held, I know it was rainy and that contributed to some of it, some of it, but they held Oregon State to a season low in terms of points, total yards, passing yards, forced multiple um, turnovers, which is uncharacteristic for the Beavers. So what Washington was able to do on a day when Florida State beat an FCS team with its backup quarterback after trailing 13-zip before the Jordan Travis injury is why that move happened. Now, Heather, I got to ask you this. When it comes to Florida State, is there anything that they can do within this next game against Florida and also against Louisville in the ACC championship game to sway the committee to put them back in that top four? Absolutely. They just look like a top four team with Tate Rodemaker leading the offense. And, Mike Norvell has talked about this, and committee chair Boo Corgan talked about how it's not just their quarterback that makes them such a good team. I think Corgan's the one who said last night, they got dudes. They got players all around them, and defensively, they're a very strong team as well. That's why they were ahead of Washington to this point. So if they can continue to play and win convincingly and look like a top-four team, finish as an undefeated ACC champ, I would be shocked if they were left out. Heather Dennis, ESPN Cowboys reporter. Always great having her on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. I want you to play along with me, Heather, when it comes to number two Ohio State versus number three Michigan. Let's say Michigan goes into that and wins that ball game. It's an instant classic. They win by three points, late field goal, 35-32. to 32. They go to the Big Ten Championship game. The committee has told us that they believe Ohio State is not one of the top four teams in the country. They believe they're one of the top two teams in the country. If that happens and Michigan wins out, what do you think the committee is going to do regarding Ohio State? 
Well, it's impossible to answer that question without knowing what happens in the other Power Five Conference Championship games. Now, this was the blueprint to get into the CFP last year. Ohio State had the same statement win against Penn State, against Notre Dame. That Notre Dame win continued to resonate in the committee meeting room through Selection Day. The difference between last year and this year, though, guys, is that last year there weren't as many contenders. And USC, on that Friday night in the Pac-12 game, lost to Utah, fell out of the top four, and, oh, it was a no-brainer to put Ohio State in that fourth spot. It made sense. If a team does not win its division or its conference, it faces a much higher bar in that selection committee meeting room. It has to be unequivocally, to use their word, one of the four best teams in the country. And while Ohio State right now is, that conference championship game can change the entire picture drastically, for better or for worse. And I think this year, because as we sit here going into rivalry week with eight teams, nine if you count Louisville, that have a chance at the college football playoff, it's going to be extremely difficult for any conference to put a team in that doesn't win its title. Now, Heather, you know I'm a Louisville alum. Oh, I'm boy. always going to count my Louisville Cardinals <laughs> in this oh, thing because I understand a lot of madness has to happen in order for my Louisville Cardinals to get into the college football playoffs. But, Heather, when you talk about unbearable, if my Cardinals <laughs> find a way. I've been unbearable before. This will be the most unbearable I've ever been in my life just saying something. if the Louisville Cardinals get into the playoffs. Now, let me get back on course. Let me get back on course. <laughs> Ohio State, Michigan. We talk about the head coach for Ohio State, Ryan Day, being 0-2 in the last two years versus the Michigan Wolverines. How important is this game for not just Ohio State as a program, but for Ryan Day as an individual, as a head coach? Oh, it's huge, and he knows this. I sat across from him at his desk in his office this spring, and we talked about this. And as much pressure as the outside world is going to put on him for this, he's putting a ton of pressure on himself. He knows that. The minute he took this job and replaced Urban Meyer, who was the last person there to win the national title in 2014, by the way, with a third-string quarterback. Mm. So he understands the magnitude of all of this, and people remind him of it every day, but this spring, I also talked to his boss, Athletic Director Gene Smith, who said he's my CEO. I trust him. He's got my vote of confidence. Um, but you know what's going to happen if he doesn't win this game against a team that's playing without its head coach. I mean, Ohio State fans, they're, they're a little spoiled with this stuff, you know. They, they expect some things. And so people get loud. And people are going to be angry about it. And <laughs> Ohio State fans have gotten angry not just because They've lost to Michigan each of the last two years. But because Michigan has managed to also elbow its way into the national spotlight, it's beyond the Big Ten Championship. Now we're talking about the college football playoff, right? So I think the combination of those two things adds on to the pressure that Ryan Day would normally face. Now, Heather, let me be a bit messy on this Thanksgiving Eve. Oh, Lord. If Ryan Day loses this game to Michigan, uh, you're not saying fans are going to be calling for that job, are you? No, no. Well, you know what? Some fans probably will. Mm. I won't as a reporter because I think it's ridiculous because he's (laughs) beating everybody else. I want to say he's like, I want to say he's like 44. I don't have it in front of me. Like 44 and two against the Big Ten with those two losses coming to Michigan, I I think. Um, But anyway, it's something absolutely ridiculous, and he knows the record off the top of his head. So I think that it's 
unreasonable for fans to do that, but it would not surprise me if they did, if that happened. Well, put it this way, Heather. If Ryan Day and Ohio State beat Michigan on Saturday, they will change the theme song of the Hail to the Victors. It's going to go like this. Hail to those cheating. You know what's hail to those science stealers. Hail, hail to Michigan cheating to be the best. Hail to why would they do that? Hail to their coach talking smack. Hail, hail to Michigan. But Ohio State is still the best. You know they would change the theme song, Heather, if they went on Saturday and they would change that theme song when it comes to Ohio State. You know that's going to happen. It sounds like somebody already did. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Heather, we always love talking with you, my friend. Have a great Thanksgiving. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, Heather. You too, guys. Thanks. Great stuff by Heather Dennis, ESPN College Football Reporter. Great follow on Twitter, CFB Heather. She was here because we're always in good hands with Heather Dennis, and this good hands moment of the week is brought to you by Allstate. With insurance from Allstate, you'll be game day ready every day. Visit Allstate.com or call a local agent today to learn more. Allstate, you're in good hands. We always want to be in your good hands, especially when it comes to this. Thanksgiving table. You got your family around. You got friends around. Who's the one person in sports that you would want at your Thanksgiving table? Triple H say ESPN. 888-729-3776. You're at your table. You got the cranberry sauce. You got the turkey. You got the ham. You got the stuffing slash dressing. You got the macaroni and cheese. You got the pumpkin pie. You got the sweet potato pie. You got them thighs. You got. I'm not saying anything Pause. about it. You know, I'm not going Ch- anywhere. Chicken. I'm talking about chicken thighs. Sure you were not. But put it this way. Who's that one person in sports you would want at your Thanksgiving table? 888-729-3776. Harry will tell his. I'll tell mine, and you tell yours. And be heard on Freddie Harry, thighs included, on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. On this Groovathon Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving edition of Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. My man, Harry Douglas, over there. Freddie Coleman over here. Thanks for joining us on ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Thanks to Progressive Insurance. Who is that one person in sports? You would want at your Thanksgiving table. We're going to take your calls at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. But Mr. Douglas, I'll start with you at the Douglas Thanksgiving table tomorrow. You're saving a spot for one sports person. Who is that sports person? Okay, so can I bend the rules a little bit, Freddie? Well, can I bend it just a little bit? Am I actually going to tell you no? Okay, all right. So I'm going to bend the rules a little bit. I'm actually going to pick two people. I'm going to pick okay. one right. sports related, one non-sports related. The first all person right. sports related I'm going to pick uh-huh. is going to be Jeff Brom, the head coach of the Louisville Cardinals, because I don't think no one is more thankful for him than I am. Okay. I'm, right? I'm feeling he, that. He has Louisville back on the map, man. Um, one loss this season. They're going to be able to contend for the ACC championship game. Playoff hopes are still there. Okay, now my second person is going to be Scarlett Johansson. And the reason why I'm oh picking boy. her is oh because today is her birthday. And if she's at the table, there you go. There you go. If she's at the table tomorrow, that means we can celebrate her birthday and take shots. Shot, 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 shots, shot, 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 everybody. So we celebrating Thanksgiving, we celebrating a birthday, and we having fun all together. Her husband is Colin Jost. Every day is his birthday. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, hey, it is. yo. Every day. Hey, yo, my ass. Exactly. Hey, yo, the truth shall set you free. Yeah, Colin Jost, salute, brother. Nobody should be hating on you. 
one sports person. I'm just going to leave it at sports because that's really good. Scarlett Johansson because it's her birthday. Roger Staubach, still my favorite football player of all time. Captain America told me all the stories that he had a chance to play the Dallas Cowboys, winning those games on Thanksgiving, all those comebacks and everything like that. Yeah, you put him at the table, my favorite football player of all time, that'd be a good Thanksgiving in the Coleman household, except for my dad who can't stand the Cowboys. That's pretty cool. That's a dope one. Yeah, yeah, I would do. I would specifically have him sit next to my dad. Just like I see the look of my dad's face having a cowboy in his house <laughs> eating his food at his dinner table. He's one of our favorites. Roy the truck driver at 888-729-3776. Roy, who is the one person in sports you want at your Thanksgiving table? Wait a minute, doggone it, Harry. You got two? Hold on a minute. I want Herm Edwards, Jerry Rice, and Gina Torres. And if you don't know who Gina Torres is, Google her. Oh, Gina Torres. <laughs> uh, hold on. Roy, you're talking about Gina Torres from Suits, right? That Gina Torres? Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know her. Roy said yes. <laughs> Some long nights in the back of the cab. Well, yes, way. it was, Roy. If you're in the back of your cab and Gina Torres is along with you to make sure you can get across the country, it's going to be a good night. Let's put it that way. Gina, yes, six Lord. foot, six foot one of, mm, and good God Almighty, and have mercy. <laughs> hey, yo! I hope my wife is not listening. I'll, I'll be at Chateau de Bow Wow eating dog food tomorrow for Thanksgiving. Eric in Virginia, who's the one person in sports you want at your Thanksgiving table? It would have to be Stephen A. Smith. I know he would show up late, eat up all the food, tell my mama what she did wrong, and then lay down on the couch and not take his shoes off and snore away. Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Hey, oh man! Is Eric still on the line? I am here, Eric. Why? Why do you think he'll show up late, Eric? Keep yeah. it real with us. Why do you think he'll show up late? Exactly. Hey, I've seen him walking in late, and they've had the cameras on him. Stephen A. is known to get caught in traffic. Holiday traffic will be his downfall. Eric didn't want to say what he really wanted to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eric wanted to say CP time. CP time. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my God. David Michigan, who's the one person in sports that you want to show up at your Thanksgiving table and be on time? I want to have a coach of our great Detroit Lions, Mr. Campbell. Because, one, he likes ham, and two, he would bring the whole dang team with him because he's that kind of guy. I think it would be a wonderful experience to have him sitting at my table and telling me how great his team is. Man, I think Dan Campbell showing up at somebody's Thanksgiving table, he would stand up on the table and say, tonight, with his, with his skull, Copenhagen, whatever it is yes, in his hand, tonight, we're going to get messed up. <laughs> You're going to follow his lead. Yeah. Go ahead and put me a little dip in the bottom of my little lip. That's something I never wanted to do. I've tried it Chew before. Tobacco. What was it like? Uh, I've never do it. I'll never do it again. I, I don't blame you. The first year I went to college at Mansfield University in Pennsylvania and just seeing spittoons everywhere. Ugh. Yuck. <laughs> Thing had me woozies all outdoors. Yeah, no doubt. Confident underscore icon Twitter, Coleman ESPN, and HDUX83 says it's got to be Charles Barkley. He's coming with an appetite and plenty of stories. Oh, I like that one. I so would love I. to kick it with Chuck, too. See, I've had a chance to meet Charles Barkley. Believe me, I would have loved to have been around Charles Barkley in his younger we-going-out days, and we're not coming back in until I say so. See, I didn't. Um, Charles Oakley then came to one of my cookouts before, man. He even oh, brought really? a dish, bought some banana pudding, played some spades. Yeah, Charles Oakley can cook, by crazy. the way. Yeah, he can. He really can. 
I've heard that from yep. Charles. Big, about big Charles. Oak a good dude. Yeah, he is. Division two guy from Virginia Union. First round yep. pick in the NBA. Anybody can make it if you try and have that drive. Carlin in New Orleans, who's the one person in sports you want at your Thanksgiving table? Hi, my love. It's going to be Magic Johnson, and that's so I get – and Cookie has to come because mm-hmm. then I'm going to talk to Cookie. She's going to love what I have on, so then I can become oh. her stylist with EJ. And then also my son that's graduating college next year can talk to him about getting a job. Carla, nice. Carla, Carla, can I ask you a question? Like, what, what are you going to have on? <laughs> it doesn't matter what I have on, but she's oh. going to love it because I look good oh. in anything. Atta girl. Okay, Carla. Atta girl. So, this is what happens when you think you're trying to get the best somebody, Harry Douglas, <laughs> and they throw it right back at you. Hey, I love it. <laughs> I, love, I love it. She said, I can talk to Cookie. My son can get a job courtesy of Magic Johnson. You know I'm going to be right and ready with the food and also what I'm wearing. That's, she that's said it don't matter. I look good in everything. Absolutely. No doubt about that. And she told you, Mr. Douglas, he's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry. We got three NFL games on your Thanksgiving to discuss, including one team that's about to show out. That's next on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.